is Midnight Alchemy with your alchemists, Jason Allen and Holly Jordan. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you are. This is Midnight Alchemy, and I am Jason Allen, but I am only one half of this runaway locomotive. The other half is Holly Jordan. Hello, Holly. Hey, Jason, we're back. I know, I know. We got to do better. Okay, let me paraphrase it. I've got to do better than that. Oh, okay. Let me just tell you that I put the pro in procrastination. <laughs> okay, all right. You, you know, you, you got to have goals. Is, is this Monday at Admit My Stuff Day, or what, what's happening, Jason? <laughs> I'm, I'm unburdening in a... In a uh, in a verbal vomit. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. We're here for you. That's all yeah. right. Holly, how was your fourth? It was amazing. I had the most wonderful time with grandkids, and I hope everybody had a wonderful and safe fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was all right. I, I didn't blow myself up. So, I mean, that's spectacular. Yeah. Did you actually light fireworks? No. No. So can... that, that wouldn't stop me from blowing myself up. So I can tell you a funny story. Yeah. Okay. So we're at brother-in-law's home and he just finished putting a brand new roof on his house. I have to say this is a preface. And <laughs> my son had gotten a very modest amount of little fireworks because his daughters and his wife being from California, they don't have any fireworks at all. Not even sparklers. Okay. Uh, so like this was a huge big deal for the kids to get to do anything. So they love the sparklers, a little terrified at first, but then got the fun of it after a moment. But then there were these little teeny things and I cannot, I'm terrible with names, but it was a little teeny firework that was supposed to just spin around and hop. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. oh, no. oh no. She did not spin around and hop. She became airborne. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean, I don't mean a little airborne. That sucker flew straight up in the air on to brother-in-law's roof. And <gasps> I just went, ah, freaked me out. It scared me so bad, but it was like, what do you do? You can't be Superman and jump 10 feet in the air and grab it. I mean, wow, it was scary. So we had a hose handy, it was all good. But um, that was our excitement for the fourth, scared all of us half to death. <laughs> yeah, just for the record, they're called jumping jacks. Oh. They do a little bit more than uh, jumping. They should be called leaping jacks. Oh, my stars. I have never yeah. seen that before. It freaked me out. I was like, no. And I, all I could do is watch and go, no. <laughs> Just jumping right. over our heads. It was yeah. crazy. I've, I've had one uh, come off the ground and fly itself at me. Oh. And, uh, it's like I won a limbo contest. Woo! <laughs> 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 It was it was a close shave too, you know. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm glad everyone had a good fourth. Yeah. All you out there, if you had a good fourth, congratulations. If you didn't have a good fourth, well, I'm sorry, and come over to my house next time, and we will both not blow ourselves up. <laughs> All right. You know, Holly, I'm excited because we have a guest from the Lone Star State. Yes, yes, we do. And I'm ex I'm expecting her after every sentence to say the word "eall." <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We have Joe on tonight, and you know it's great because she she has so much uh, 
paranormal activity. I mean, going back to when she was just a wee baby. And uh, I understand that there's going to be a uh, past life experience, right? And I am so intrigued by that. I don't, I literally know next to nothing about that. So uh, I am waiting with bated breath. So, Joe, how are you? Yeehaw, Jason. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I'm having flashbacks to the old hee-haw episodes now. This is great. <laughs> you need to think more about the show Dallas. And, oh, oh, sure. You know, Hee Haw was really kind of what was that, Tennessee or, you know, Nashville? Oh, was yeah. it? Okay, okay. Yeah, those are yeah. real hillbillies. And in Dallas, we're just a little bit more upscale than that. Gotcha. <laughs> and I will say, y'all, every chance I get, I promise. <laughs> gotcha. Now, uh, for those who have not seen Dallas, the show Dallas before, let me tell you. When JR was shot, it was all just a dream. Okay? I'm just throwing it out there. Big, huge spoiler. 30 big years. Spoiler. Big spoiler. Right. right. <laughs> I'm only late by 30 years. Well, good recovery. Crazy. Keep the show going, huh? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Joe, I'm so happy that you're on here. I, did, didn't we, Holly, we had to uh, reschedule once? No. No. Nope. Oh, this is. Ah, okay. This is the, uh, we wanted to get her for such a long time, and finally she's here, right? Yes, yes. Excellent, excellent. So, Joe. Yes, sir. Now, see, uh, to me, when I just call you Joe, it's like Madonna, you know? (laughs) So, this is going to be great. I may or may not start voguing during the episode. So Go uh, right ahead. I'd probably join you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. We'll get a million hits on YouTube for this. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I am 62. I'm retired. I sew. I am addicted to sewing. I'm addicted to camping. And I have six grandkids. And all my grandkids love to do the same thing that I do because they're awesome. And, <laughs> and I've, I've always been clairvoyant and uh, I've had visions and stuff that I haven't really uh, dove into to learn how to channel it, but it's always been there. And um, I, uh, I think the one person that believes in all of my, Psychic energy is my ex-stepdaughter, who is now, I think, 45, I believe. And I always told her when she was pregnant. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Way before she did. And other things, too. So she right. was my biggest cheerleader back back in the day. Nice. Yeah. So um, I've had lots of, of paranormal sightings, activities, um, starting with when... Uh, my grandmother passed away on my dad's side. Uh, she came to visit me. Um, I walked out of my bedroom and to the to the right was my parents' bedroom. And she was in a rocking chair on top of their great big king size bed. Oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, you know, it warmed my heart. But there was, wow. you know, there was no conversation or anything like that just right. I just were there and she was all like chill that's funny wonderful yeah nice yeah so you had a particular story you wanted to share with us today which one is that 
Yes. This is from, I'm going to say around 2004 or 2005. Okay. Um, I got divorced and my kids and I moved into an apartment complex. Um, and I think I lived there a total of two years. And after about a year, I started dating a neighbor and he lived like across the complex and uh, right over the pool. So my kids could go swimming. I could sit on the patio and watch, watch them swim and stuff like that. It was, it was a really nice uh, apartment complex. And so one day we're taking a nap in the living room. I'm on the couch and the, the couch is up against the wall. The back of it's up against an outside wall. Okay. And he's behind the couch in his okay. recliner. Okay. And then there's a table between us. Okay. So he's reclined all the way back, sound asleep and snoring. I'm right. on the couch, sound asleep. And a hand reached through the couch and grabbed my thigh and shook me awake. I mean, oh, shook me. Oh, and woke oh, no me up. way. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I want to jump down the bed. Oh, my gosh. Uh, just, just to let people know that this has been a poop your pampers moment. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> well, it it wasn't a poop your pampers moment for me because at first I thought it was I thought it was David that he had you know leaned over and then jumped back in the chair and then I thought I looked I turned around and looked at him he is sound asleep right but there's no way that he could have shook me and then jumped into the recliner. And then reclined it without me hearing all of that. Well, of course, right? That's logical. You're noisy, yeah. So, yeah, I, I said, uh, "Are you awake?" <laughs> nothing, nothing. I was like, "Okay." So I just laid back down, went back to sleep. Not a big deal. And uh, later that day, I went home. I walked just across the complex to my my apartment, and. Uh, didn't tell anybody else about it. I'm not even sure I told David about it. I asked him, I called him today and asked him and he said, I don't remember that. So I don't know if I told him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Weird stuff happens to me. But um, so my kids were teenagers and they always had friends over lots of friends. And one night I let them have a sleepover and there was boys there and girls there. There was just a whole bunch. So, you know, I kept a light on just a dim light in the living room. And I always kept my bedroom door open. And right. Of course. Yes. Yes. It was a good group of kids. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I, um, I was walking, I guess I was fixing to go to sleep and I w was walking from my bed to the bathroom and I saw a girl like by the dining room table with her back to me and she had really long black hair. And I thought, there's, that's weird. There's not a kid here with long black hair and she was really short. So I, I'm thinking, I was thinking it was my now daughter-in-law who right. is very short. She's Puerto Rican and very, very short. So but she doesn't have long black hair. So I guess I turned away from it and I walked through and I didn't see her anymore. So I thought, did she run in there in the, in the bedroom back there with all the kids? I walked all through there. Everybody's sound asleep. Wow. Sound asleep. And then um, I don't recall because that was so long ago. 
almost 20 hear, years ago. Did you hear anything? No. They're walking through. Okay. No, nothing. Wow. So a, a short bit later, my son had told me, he says, mom, the weirdest thing happened to me. And I said, what? He said, I was taking a nap in the sunroom and something grabbed my ankles and shook me awake. Whoa. <laughs> I, oh. I said, oh, no, she followed me home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he was like, who followed you home? I said, that happened to me at David's house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I would be a vegetable at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, once you've seen your some of your other loved ones, it's you know I'm a I'm open to it, so they come to me. But um, then one one other event that uh, a lot of the kids' friends were over, we were telling them about our little ghost story. Right. And uh, one of the kids, Zach. He says, you know, that night we were all over there. I saw somebody standing in your doorway. Uh, it was a man and he was big and he was almost as tall as the doors, the, the doorway. The door jam. Yeah. I said, oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, <laughs> my daughter wow. said, and, you know, because everybody thought they were you know, just, I don't know what's happening. Right. Yeah. And then my daughter said, oh, my gosh, I, I saw someone a couple of times this has happened to me I saw somebody run up from behind me and uh while I was looking in the mirror in my bathroom in her bathroom oh 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 boy. running up and it was creepy I bet very creepy scary and uh now she is a dark person mm-hmm. and so that would maybe open her up to seeing a darker maybe spirit or or the way somebody had died maybe i don't know yes how that all that works but um yeah yeah when when somebody tends to be more serious they tend to have more serious things happen around them like attracts like if somebody's bubbly they tend to have more bubbly things happen around that's not always the case but that tends to be what happens that's normal so if she's a more serious individual that would explain why darker things would be drawn to her yeah for sure. Well, and I, I, my belief is with this, this ghost girl that because I felt her shaking me, right. She acknowledged or that I had acknowledged that I could see her or feel her or whatever. And yeah. that's probably why she followed me. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> she probably wasn't getting any attention. She hitched a ride with you. <laughs> she did. She did. So about I don't know, about six, eight months later, I bought a house, the house I'm in now. And uh, I have a a good friend at the time who was very spiritual and religious and just, I mean, it was, it's like, yay, God, all the time. Right, right. Bubbly person. And I thought, you know, she's going to know so much more about all this stuff than me. I said, uh, I told her about what happened and, and I said, what do I do? And she told me, she told me what to do. She didn't think I was crazy at all, which made me feel so good. Well, yeah, sure. It's good to get that confirmation. She says, um, <clears throat> you need to sage your house. And I said, okay. And then she, uh, um, I had told her that when I bought the house, I bought it from a minister and he had been transferred somewhere else. And he had left a Bible on the fireplace mantle. Nice. And I thought that was the sweetest thing on earth. 
well, you sure. know, for him to leave for us because, you know, this was it, well, long story, but uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So she said, we'll take that Bible and walk around the house with it. Open the front door, open the back door mm-hmm. and let the spirits know they're not welcome to follow you here. This is your new space. You own it. You belong here. Nice. And they don't. And they need to go ahead and cross over. Interesting. Yeah. And so I did this whole thing all by myself before anybody got, you know, the before the moving trucks came or anything like that. And and I didn't have any experiences here for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then well, I did. it sounds like it worked. That's awesome. Yeah. It worked for a while. <laughs> it, kept, <laughs> it kept those uh, spirits from the apartments from coming gotcha. with us. Well, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, go, going back to the apartment, right? Uh-huh. Were, uh, were you aware of any happenings like uh, through history there? No, no. I, I, yeah, I never heard. And this was 20 years ago. It was hard to look stuff up, really, <clears throat> unless you knew somebody in the police department. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I never heard of any murders or anything like that there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, uh, for those who are uh, listening and or watching in the future, uh, sometimes spirits can be tethered to places because uh, maybe something so dramatic happened. That uh, what Holly leaves an, an imprint. Yes. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's res, res, what we call residual energy, and okay. sometimes it's an actual soul that's hanging out. And it doesn't <clears throat> just to to clarify for listeners too. It doesn't mean something bad happened. It can just be that someone was super connected to the space for one reason or another. It could be where their child was born. It could be. Um, the first real place they had of their own and they just have a warm spot in their heart for it. It doesn't have to be anything bad. And it doesn't sound like whoever contacted you was malicious. They were hanging out. The one that actually shook you, that took a lot of energy. So I'm very curious about that one. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. Because that's that's very unusual. Spirits yes. have the to energy happen. to do that. So yeah, that's that's amazing. And for it to happen to more than one person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The same thing. And that's, if he would have kept quiet about that, I never would have known that she followed. I would have thought it was like different spirits. Sure, of course. Well, there probably was because, you know, I always wondered if spirits could make themselves present in in different formations. So I kind of thought that the big tall guy that Zach saw was the same little girl that I saw. Could have been that was probably ten or twelve. I'm yeah. thinking a lot of them do change their appearances. So okay. yeah, that's possible. That was my that was my feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure and, you're right because that's ten. To, I tend to say trust your gut because chances are you're right in that kind of instance. So yeah. they do change size and they change their appearance for different reasons. So yeah, yeah, and the scary. Was probably toying with uh, my daughter because she, she, you know, she was all into that gothic stage and the black. She, her hair was dyed black and her was just like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I believe it. So yeah, she was probably because I think that she, I think my daughter appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. 
Joe, I got to tell you, so far, amazing stuff. Holy moly. Uh, when you when you said that when you moved into the new place and things had been kept at bay for a while, for a while. Uh, yeah, for several years. Okay, uh, t tell us uh, how it started up again. Well, the first thing, the first incident was um, I had gotten real sick. Um, I had a chemical burn to my legs and I got real sick, so I wasn't the best housekeeper for. Uh, a while, uh, several years actually, and uh, <clears throat> the bathroom got cleaned. You know, just kind of halfway. Um, the the master bathroom ha has a <clears throat> excuse me a pedestal sink, and then the toilet, and then the shower. It's a stand up shower. So I didn't realize there was a tiny, tiny, tiny leak in the in the faucet on the pedestal sink. Okay, and then I had this little plastic container that helped keep, you know, that I stored the toilet paper in and things like that. Um, and so that kind of blocked the area between the toilet paper and the sink, just giving you a visual of the, okay. of the layout of the bathroom. Okay. Okay. So I would halfway clean the bathroom. And one day we were uh, prepping for a big party. And so I'm down on my hands and knees and I'm getting around and behind everything real good. And there is a skeleton on the floor and it's made from toilet paper dust and the drippings. It took me a, a little good while to figure that out. The, the slow leak drippings and the toilet paper dust and it was a perfect skeleton. And why did I take pictures of that? I scared the crap out of everybody at work with those pictures because that oh my goodness. I, they were real pictures on my phone, you know? Oh yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so I obviously I, I took pictures of it and then I cleaned it up. And then I'm gonna say it was probably the next time I had a big party. <laughs> I yeah. was down there cleaning again and it was back. Oh, holy crap. It was back. Now I was I I was never scared to go in there. Right. I never had this weird feeling of anything, but I I felt deep in my heart that so either somebody had been buried here under my house, oh. you know, like the wild wild west, right. <laughs> or maybe an Indian burial oh, was wow. disturbed when they when they built these houses. Uh, these were built in 1980. Mm. So one of the two is what I felt. Yeah. Wow. You know? Ever done any research to see any of that? No. No. I wouldn't know where to begin. Oh, yeah. That that would you be know? an interesting search. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these, but these the fact are, that it um, happened twice is incredible. It's incredible. But that that's is incredible. The way, you know, the dust swishes around that's and incredible the yeah the drops the drops the eyeballs and then the cheeks i'm like what yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's creepy seriously on the creepy <laughs> scale that's, that's that's all the way over yeah definitely oh I, I mean my dust looks like a bunny most of the time it's a wad <laughs> it's just a blobby wob of stuff it's it's just a ball <laughs> If mine had any distinct shape like that, I think I would be in shock. That's well, I, I took it as a message. Well, he, clearly somebody's <laughs> communicating. Hello. Absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. 
And wow. I actually felt, um, I felt good about being receptive to the communication. Yeah, that is, I agree. See, yeah. stuff like that, I think is fun and exciting. I mean, it's still shocking the first time you see it, but yeah. it is it is cool in a way too, because it's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And this is when the cell phone pictures just came out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I still had a camera and all that, but right. I had my cell phone right there and I'm snapping. I think it was a razor. And I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a pink folding razor. And right. Oh, God. I took it to work. I'm like, look at this. Oh, <laughs> that's this, incredible. You know, this in my bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. You know, what, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go into my bathroom after the show's over. I'm going to put a bunch of toilet paper on, on the ground and I'm going to see what happens. Uh, it's probably going to disappear after about a minute because the wife cannot stand dirty stuff and she's yeah. going to go there and bleach it up. And I'm going to go, oh my gosh, it disappeared. You know, yeah. you know, really, my wife is doing that. Yeah, I can't leave toilet paper on the floor in my house because my dog tries to eat it. She takes bites of it. Well, this was blocked. You know, this was exactly right behind the pedestal. Oh, funny. And wow. then that plastic container. Actually, my mom had given me that plastic container yeah. um, because, because she had a, a pedestal sink, too. And she's like, this uh, is great. You need one of these. Okay. That's and, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I've seen there's about, been several other sightings here. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. talked about uh the skeleton being sort of a message. Um what what do you think the message was? I my first thought was that um that um okay, I am in a suburb of Dallas and Dallas back in the 60s and 70s was a lot of mafia activity a lot and there was creeks all around in here and um you know just my first thought was that somebody had been killed and man buried in this area yeah you know or and then you know later on i thought well this could have been an old indian burial ground yeah it could be yeah. you know yeah Te texas is old and with such a rich rich history right that, right yeah. uh, yeah, you know, and just, you know, the, the touch on the organized crime, like in Dallas in the 60s and 70s, I mean, that is the stomping ground to uh, Jack Ruby. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, in fact, my, my ex is the, the, the guy's house that I was at when I saw, you know, when I grabbed that first ghost. Um, <laughs> his grandmother owned a bar down on Swiss Avenue, and Jack Ruby was a regular there. Mm. And um, after JFK and, and after all of that, right. they would they would go and pick her up and take her in and question her, oh, wow. interrogate her and endless. It oh, was wow. terrible. Yeah. And in fact, he, he would tell me stories about she became a little crazy, you know, before she died. And she, and she would go on and on and on about that. Well, I can't okay. imagine being interrogated. That would be creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she yeah. was a wild woman and she hung out with wild people, you know? <laughs> sure. So I mean, sure. things like that are going to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That if you sense. went into a bar in Dallas and, and you got anything from a vending machine, you were giving the mafia the money. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
for sure. Yeah, those yeah. were the days of the old like cigarette vending machines when you could yes. uh, put those in there. And you're right. Uh, many people don't think about that sort of they don't connect the dots. But a yes. lot of those were they were uh, either that or old, like uh, almost like old arcade games, you know, like the uh, pre and pool tables. Oh, yeah. yeah. They yeah. were all that stuff. And yeah. uh, it, it's amazing to me that, you know, most people, they don't put uh, the dots together. But I mean, it, the, well, they, the they don't know. They have no yeah. idea. They're yeah. going out and they're supporting the mafia. <laughs> yeah. right. It's not like exactly. that anymore. It's is de definitely not like that anymore. No, no, no. Um, now, uh, when we were talking before we started recording, um, you let out like a little gem that got my antenna going up there. Uh, a past life experience. Oh yeah. I am so intrigued endlessly. Uh, and sometimes I'd like to get a past life regression for me to, yes. just to see what weird stuff I've been up to in other times. Yes, I'm a, I definitely I'm a weird need one. Yeah, I'm a pretty weird dude. So I mean, I'm I'm probably safe to say that I was probably <laughs> a little weird in past lives. More so, than once, you're thinking more than once. You needed practice to be weird. Is that it? I either that it, or it is so embedded in the soul. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That it just you know follows me around. I gotcha. Uh, okay, that's fair. Joe, as in Madonna, I want to hear about the life experience. Lay it on us. Okay. Well, and this happened to me when I was very young. Um, I remember uh, the house next door to us was a rent house, and it was a huge five bedroom house. And these people moved in. They had a bunch of kids. Um, after a little while, the, the mom had another baby. And I hadn't spent any time with the adults at all. Just the, uh, just the kids would come and play or we'd go over there and play or whatever. <clears throat> but I wanted to go see that baby because I just loved the little babies. And I, I'm going to say I was probably about five. Mm -hmm. And... I knocked on her door, Mrs. Luce. It was Mrs. Luce. Okay. And when she opened mm -hmm. the door, I immediately recognized her as being somebody related to me. Oh, wow. Maybe my mother or aunt or something, but I knew she was a an adult figure for me at some point, which oh, was wow. very strange to feel that way at five right. years old. Yeah, yeah. So I told her, I said, I want, I want to hold the new baby. I want to see the new baby. So she let me in. And then just a flood happened to me. Uh, we had maybe died together. Oh, wow. And, and, and it was it was the Holocaust. We had Holy died in the Holocaust God. together. Yes. Wow. So she was probably maybe just to somebody that was helping me out you know, in the concentration camp, or maybe she was my mother or whatever. I don't know, but wow. I, I want more mem. I want to do a past life regression because I want more information. Yeah. That's and incredible. Did you I ever know say anything to her? No, I didn't know how to vocalize that. Yeah, it'd be, you were so young then. I don't know that you could have verbalized that, but that no. must have been incredible. It was incredible. It's something wow. that has stuck with me all these years. Sure. Of course. You know? Yeah. Gosh. So, My many, goodness. so And I, 
as a result of that, I mean, I knew what the Holocaust was before we were taught anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I knew about concentration camps before we were ever taught anything. And um, I have, even at, at my age, still cannot read or watch anything pertaining to the Holocaust oh, at wow. all. I've tried. I bought a real thick uh, World War II book because I love history. I love right. old history. And I I got through just, you know, maybe a chapter. So it's interesting that you say that because I have a similar response. It's almost a physical response yes. when I see that stuff. It it really is unsettling to me. And mm -hmm. I do remember my parents talking about Holocaust things. Um, my grandma Jordan was from Germany and she actually was sent to the Americas when she was 13 years old to get away from Hitler. And she used to talk about old Germany and lots to do with what was going on at the time when Hitler came into power and yeah uh, that he actually helped Germany establish itself and recover its its financial status that it was a very very imbalanced country at the time and that people were very shocked when he turned out to be a monster because he initially had saved the country from financial right. ruin and done all this cool stuff and then when it was time for people to kind of acknowledge, no, this is not what we thought he was. He's doing other things. Right. They, I don't remember. They sold something. I don't remember if it was a pig or a cow, but they sold a farm animal so that my grandmother could come over on the boat. I can't even imagine 13 years old sailing to America by yourself yes. and how crazy that was. Right. But yeah, she had, she had stories about the beginning of the Holocaust that, I was allowed to hear part of it, but I remember, and maybe that's why it bothers me. I don't know. I, I should have my past life stuff done with that too, because there's been several movies over the years about the Holocaust and it's hard to watch. Yeah. It's, I think in general, it's hard to watch. Yeah. Well, I was talking about this with my son just recently. And um, he told me, he said, you know, we were watching something, um, documentary not too long ago and they showed these different places and he said there was one building that made me physically ill oh wow turn away immediately it made me physically ill wow and i said oh my gosh i mean maybe we were related together you know in our past life yeah could because be I've, I've read that a lot of families a lot of times stay with family yeah, no, that's, lot, so. yep. that's something so, else I would love to learn about, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. just a quick history moment because I'm a history dude. Yes. That, that is uh, when you're talking about when the when Hitler first took power, right? Uh, right. First became chancellor in 33. Uh, he had a slogan. Uh, and you talk, when you also mentioned the financial stuff, uh, yes. his, his slogan was he would make the trains run on time. And that was kind of a uh, metaphor for getting Germany, you know, back as, as a nation. Interesting. And, uh, most people, uh, they thought of him as kind of an odd dude, right? Yes. And the Nazis were a little in your face. Right. But, uh, they thought pretty much at that time, as would people today think that, just, you know, blow, blowing smoke, you know. Right, sure, sure. Kind of, kind of out there saying stuff. Right, right. By the time you get to the really bad stuff, which stuff actually starts happening, yeah. uh, 
sometimes it's too late. Yeah. You know, at that point. Sure. So, yeah, you're going to have to cut me off about the history stuff because I could talk for the next two hours. I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, you know, I, I always, I'm hungry for knowledge when it comes to, you know, past histories and stuff. It's yeah. just, it's, I, I watch all the shows on, you know, uh, England's past queens and kings and stuff like that. I love all nice. that stuff. But you can't, you can't send me to Germany, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I get I it. Can't, I can't do it, even though I'm part German. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, now you talked about how maybe you'd like to do some more past life regressions, as we would all. Do you have maybe not flashes, but maybe imprints that maybe you say, hmm, I'd like to know more about that because Well, I'd just like to know. I mean, I I just have this one group. Of, of energy that came from that experience, and I, I want to know more about that. And and I feel like if we if we have memories of one life, there has to be more. Yeah, you know there has to be more. I've I've watched y'all's uh, podcast or listened to it on Spotify. I love it on Spotify, and uh, I love hearing all the the past life stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Holly, at this point, let me ask you, as a uh, psychic medium, right? Yes. And, and all your involvement in, in the paranormal, give, yes. me your, uh, give me your feedback up to this point. Because during these episodes, I'm always thinking, man, what's Holly thinking of this? You right. Know? What's going on, you know? Okay, right. So are, they, are things, spirits flying around my head? Right, right, right. <laughs> so... Past life stuff has always been fascinating to me just because I felt stuff myself. But interestingly enough, when I went through my clinical hypnotherapy training, they actually taught us how to do that with someone. And so we practiced on each other. And it was it was kind of incredible to actually go back in time and see things. And it's like watching a movie and seeing things and feeling it. And it's like, you know, you're looking at yourself. It's absolutely incredible. And so I think one of my best references, and I think I've mentioned this book before, it's The Lost Sisterhood by Julia Ingram. She is a psychiatrist that is in Portland, Oregon. And she by accident ended up learning, not accident, by unintentionally learning how to do hypnotherapy because she had a client that during a regular session started talking about things from her past that didn't make any sense. And so she ended up in hypnotherapy going into past life regression with this woman. And it all linked to problems she had in her current life, in her current incarnation. Um, Julia was raised a Christian and that whole concept was very awkward for her to even wrap her brain around, but she couldn't deny that this woman's voice changed when she was talking and that the details were incredible. And there was nothing fantastical about what she said. It was very ordinary stories about regular people's lives. So it made sense. It didn't seem like she was having a psychotic episode or something. It was very believable. It was very reasonable. And after doing research, she found out, yeah, this was more of a real situation. This wasn't just some 
mental episode. And the good part is, the best part of it is in going through these events with this lady and going through several sessions and going to different lives, there were discoveries made that made connection in her current life to help her with things she was challenged in, which to me, that's, that's the winning vote right there. If you can do something and help yourself now, yay. I mean, (laughs) if it's not medication and you can heal yourself mentally or physically somehow by discovering something, I mean, and in this, in particular case, this lady had a a big emotional trauma. She lost a fiance before they got married to a traumatic event and she died of a broken heart at age 18. And Mm -hmm. so she carried that into this incarnation of her life and it manifested as lupus, which is one of the things that doctors say or diagnose people at when they're not sure what's wrong. There's physical ailments and there's clearly suffering going on, but they can't always put their finger on exactly what the cause is. And so her symptoms actually diminished and she started healing. But I won't ruin the story because there's much more to it in the book and I would highly recommend it. It's on Amazon and I don't know Julia, but I hope she appreciates all my sharing for a book because it's I got so much out of it I've I've sent copies to lots of people and I've read it many times because it inspires me because it's just just the concept that we can learn from a past life is incredible and to answer your question Jason in particular um Mr. William Becker who is a dear friend and he actually does psychic readings where he doesn't do past life regressions but he sees people's past lives and sees things about them um that's another way to go about it that's another way to find things and learn things and um that's something he specializes in and focuses on he's a he's a history lover and that totally fits with his gifts that he has and that's amazing um any way that we can learn more um i think is great i think it was and maybe you can help me with this jason but i think benjamin franklin was the one that coined the phrase if we do not learn from history we're doomed to repeat it Right, right. You know, uh, I, ne- I people talk about, you know, history, you know, uh, coming around, like you just said, right? Yeah. To me, I've always thought that maybe history doesn't do that, but it certainly does rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, two things real quick. Uh, when, when you talk about the, the strong Christian Christian belief, and she couldn't yes. quite wrap her head around it. Right. Uh, in the very, very, uh, very early church, they actually did believe in reincarnation, believe it or not. Uh, oh. Please look it up. And uh, <laughs> uh, second of all, um, give the name of, uh, of the author and the, the title of the book again so people can go out there and get sure. it themselves. So it's Julia Ingram with an I, I-N-G-R-A-M, and it's called The Lost Sisterhood. It's not a very big book. It's it's kind of thin and small, but um, it's a really good read. And so we have a surprise for you, Jason. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is the hold on to your butts moment. Hold on to yeah. your butt. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. One cheek, two cheeks. All right. Cheeks, baby. Both cheeks are firmly grasped. Lay it on me. Okay, Joe is actually my cousin. First cousins. Yeah. <laughs> we have the same, we have the very same psychic medium, 
great grandfather. Yes. Oh wow. So wow. here's what's here's what's crazy. This is the big reveal. We wanted to do this because if it wasn't for this podcast, she and I would never have known this. We never in our entire lives ever talked about this. Really? Ever. We yes. both and it's funny because both never. our moms told us growing up. You're just like your cousin. You're just like your cousin. You're just like your cousin. We heard this over and over and over again. All and the, so, every day. Yes. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, my stars, we have had so many parallels. It's kind of incredible. And what's amazing is we've been working together a little bit. And our great grandfather, Zahn, um, he was the one. And I think, I don't know if I shared this with the listeners or not. If I did, forgive me for repeating myself. He you was, have. Okay. So he was an attorney in Chicago, but he was also a medium and he did seances every Thursday night, every week and had followers for years is what we're told, but we're still digging on that to get the facts because we don't know much about it. I mean, he died before I was born. Um, oh yeah. He was born in the 1800s. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Yes. But it's amazing to me that we have this generational psychic thing going on, first of all, but if it wasn't for this podcast, Jason, hello. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We would never have talked about it. Right. Okay. Because we had no reason to. Right. So, Actually, uh, yeah, go ahead. Holly's, Holly's mother moved in with my mother down here in Texas. Yes. And I thought, from, from Seattle, I thought, mm -hmm. does she not know how hot it gets down here? <laughs> and, and she was a smoker when she moved down here and she quit right away. She's yep. like, oh, no, I can't go outside and smoke. It's too hot. <laughs> I could have quit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I would go over there, and they just lived, you know, like two miles from me. And I would go over there all the time, and and Holly's mom would say, "Oh my gosh, you're just like Holly." Yeah, and, <laughs> and she loved listening to me tell stories, and then she she'd always just go, "Just like Holly." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's too funny. Well, no. and when when our moms lived together, Jason, we would get these. I'm sure you got the same messages I did. She would call and leave a voicemail on my phone when I was at work and she'd say, okay, now we're going on a Thelma and Louise trip. So don't freak out. If you call and we don't answer the phone for a week. <laughs> they did. They went to Branson. Branson. Missouri. That's the place I was trying to think of. We're going oh, yeah. to Branson. They loved the live shows. Uh, yeah. Ecstatic yeah. about that. Too cute. And, and they would go in this hot, hot, I mean, hundred degrees, 105. They would go to, um, the peach festivals yeah they would drive for like four hours in this heat and i thought you're crazy <laughs> you're gonna die. oh man okay i'm gonna do a new slogan for the show okay, okay. ready for this uh okay. midnight alchemy bringing families together <laughs> yes i'm telling you I'm telling you, I had no idea. I was I was on Facebook and I saw something pop up and I'm like, wait, what? what <laughs> yeah. And I called Holly. I said, what on earth? It said psychic medium Holly Jordan. Why the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I see true. people too. <laughs> or right, I, see, yeah. I see dead people too. Yeah. That is <laughs> incredible. So we, mm -hmm. we talk a lot and mm -hmm. Doug, my husband laughs hysterically and says, psychic twins. <laughs> Every time we get on the phone, cause we, you know, la, 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 as, as we do, you know, and well, tell uh, him what our grandfather told us to do. 
he told us he we had a reading together and he yes. came through. He wasn't even invited. He yep. came, <laughs> he oh, came um, through. Family barges in, sure. <laughs> You're making me snort. Oh my God. <laughs> first of all, he told us to make the bread that he used to make. And and yeah. I said, I have that recipe in my in my mom's cookbook. Second of all, he told us both to walk. Yes. <laughs> We're not getting yes. enough. We're not walking enough. And he and the third of all, he said, he said, Joe, you're just as gifted as Holly. Yep. And you need to study, start studying. And within what five, what do you say, five years? Yes. Within five years, you will be just as able as as Holly. Wow. So I, I've been doing it. She's on it. She's on it. Yeah. I've been giving her exercises and she's been doing her own research and stuff. And it's a blast. And oh, tell them about your first trip to the cemetery. <gasps> oh, yes. I've that was so cool. Drawn to cemeteries. But after Holly told me, you know, this is the safest place you can go. And yes. It's, and, and she told me some of her experiences. I'm like, oh, my God, there is a cemetery a mile from my house. So I went to it all by myself. I did all the things that she told me to do to meditate and do the protection and, and all that stuff. And I did that. And through what, I don't know, you call it your third eye or your yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I saw two ladies dressed in the, um, 1800s clothing with the parasols you know the the things that make it well i can't i'm losing my words it was so exciting <laughs> and i could I, I heard them say oh look there's another one <laughs> yep yeah oh, wow. wow all right i am I, coming to your next i'm coming to your next family reunion <laughs> not only because of the potato salad <laughs> because of all the action that's going to go on i'm not missing this the potato oh. salad, is that what you said? That's yeah. right. Not, not oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's to die for down here. That, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. 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 I love me some potato salad. Oh, yeah. And one of the oh, things yeah. my grandfather said was that we needed to practice with the seances. So I've been trying to do that once a week. Um, but it that's showing a lot of things that I wasn't expecting either. Mm. There's just been a lot of spirit showing up and it's amazing. I mean, I know that this was something done after um, the Spanish war. What was that called, Jason? I'm not using Mexican it. American war. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, after the Spanish American war and then after world war one, especially there were so many people that died um, that mediums were becoming incredibly common right. and seances were incredibly common. And even though there were charlatans, there were people that weren't charlatans that were helping others deal with the loss because it was phenomenal. And I don't think in our culture, we talk enough about World War One because there was so much loss. The numbers were staggering compared to wars since then. Um, and that it was there was a whole culture of people that were devastated because they were without their loved ones and had had this desire to just get a chance to say goodbye. There was no closure. I guess, Nala, look at that. She's going crazy. Yeah. Look She's jealous. <laughs> uh, quick historical footnote, Mexican-American War was even earlier, 1843, Spanish-American War, 1898 to 1901. And you're absolutely right. The generation after World War One was called the last generation. 
simply because there are so many people that never made it home. Right. Uh, and it, we we were we are overshadowed by World War II. Yes. So we we never see the carnage of World War One. I. I entreat everyone to maybe read a book or two on World War One. It will blow your mind. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Simply because they were using still 19th century tactics yeah. on a 20th century century battlefield. Yeah. And so can you imagine the marching forward, getting out of your foxhole and marching forward, going against machine guns? Right. Not not good. You know? No, incredible. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. I've never I've never studied anything about World War One. I. I think that would be very interesting. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, have you looked into a lot of the history in Texas? Because I am enthralled by the history of Texas. Everything, you know, of course, from the Alamo, Mexican-American War. I mean, the Texas Rangers, you know? Listen, Sam Houston. Yeah. I, I believe he's the one who started the Texas Rangers. Yes. And uh, there, there's an amazing, true, true-to-life um what is on, on, I believe it's on Amazon Prime, where Bill Paxton plays oh, Sam Houston. Yes. yes. And Ray Liotta is in that. Yes. It's, it's got it's an all-star cast. It is incredible. Yes. And it's, yeah. There's several episodes, and it it is amazing. And uh, when you drive from Dallas to Houston, I believe it's about Conroe, Um there is an enormous statue of Sam Houston oh, right really? on the highway. And you just get chilled because you know that he was so great. Um, you know, he came from Tennessee, but all of our badasses here came from Tennessee. Right. Really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Daniel Boone, Davy Crockett. Uh, Everybody. Well, I mean, Texas was Mexico. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> They're going to play. Sadie, come here. <laughs> Three huge dogs. Yeah, so um the after the Revolutionary War, and you probably know you're still playing <laughs> the war. After the Revolutionary War, um the the criminals were sent to Tennessee, just like England sent their criminals to Australia, sent to Tennessee. So all of your Tennesseans are from sordid backgrounds and then they came on to and and settled here in Texas and it wasn't till the mid uh, 1800s that that Texas was uh, actually settled actually yeah yeah, yeah. quick yeah. historical note if you're ever at trivia night and they ask this question uh, the last little battle that was fought in the Civil War was actually in Texas, the Battle of Adobe Walls. So if you're, wow. if you're really? ever in trivia night and that's like, where's the last battle? You're like, oh, 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 Adobe Walls. There you go. Wow. That's and where is that? Uh, Adobe Walls. It is southern Texas, um, southwest. So believe it or not. Southwest? Uh, yes, uh, the Army, uh, little-known little fact, is the Union Army of the West did come into Texas at the, at the end of the war. Oh, wow. And they, uh, no, I'm sorry, Northwest Texas. Excuse okay. Me. Don't go Southwest or you'll, 
<laughs> somewhere else. Okay, Northwest is like El Paso, and yes. and yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, West uh, Texas could be its own its own country. It's so oh, big. really, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's like, have you ever drove through Montana? Oh yeah, like the center of Montana or eastern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Texas is a lot like that. There's wow. miles and miles and miles of nothing. Miles and miles of miles and miles of nothing. But yeah. there's been a big surge of people from California come here. Oh boy. And so if you ever watch that show with the oh gosh, the, the couple that uh they're divorced now, real pretty blonde haired girl and oh, oh yeah. They're yeah. like home flippers or something. Flipper flop. Okay, that's it. Okay. Flip flipper flop. Yes. Uh I I'm gonna blame them. They turned <laughs> they turned Dallas into Los Angeles. Oh wow. Our, yes, a house that you could buy for fifty thousand dollars. 10 years ago is now almost $300,000. Oh, that's insane. Three bedroom, one car garage piece of crap, but because it has a yard and some actual yard, you know. Wow. People are buying those and flipping them and checking up. It's happening all over. Every day I get a phone call. Somebody wants to buy my house. Really? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The prices are crazy, and I'm I'm blaming them. (laughs) Okay, all right. So, so we're gonna do a tourist moment here. So, I'm just gonna say the pitch is: please come to Texas. We have miles and miles of nothing. (laughs) You know what we do, and nobody can live in that. Yeah, yeah. It's too hot, and there's nothing anywhere. There's no. There's no water, there's no rivers, there's no lakes, there's nothing. Wow. But there's there's uh, wind turbines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wind turbines are good. That's they're, awesome. They're, yeah, they're making energy out there. That's awesome. So oh. what, speaking of that, so what's the temperature there today, Joe? I don't know. I don't I don't want to look. <laughs> I don't want I I try not to look, really. Um <laughs> Because it feels like Satan has come around and just blown his ear around. Because we have rain. So we have, our our temperatures are cooler than Arizona, but we have humidity. So if it's 110 in Arizona and it's 100 here, it feels like 115 here. Oh, wow. Gotcha. (laughs) Humidity. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Air conditioning is absolutely required. In every vehicle, I bet every house. Yeah, Joe, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. This, My pleasure. Uh, this has been a, a, in Texas parlance. This has been a hoot. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think anybody says that here. Oh man, the, the, no. the and they don't say yeehaw anymore either. <laughs> I just had to throw that in. But I no, think no. y'all is sticking for good. Oh, y'all is y'all. there. It's yeah. All y'all and all them and and uh, all yeah well, so yeah all y'all that's all y'all hey yeah, all y'all hey Holly all y'all. <laughs> you know we have Padre J right yes. Uh, yes I think I think maybe we need to make Bill our Texas correspondent okay just right. if, if nothing else to come on and say uh, all y'all like at least twenty times I'll just sit there and like. 
Oh, uh, all y'all can hold my beer. Watch this. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh right? my god. Right. Well, oh, wow. I this time, we just grab the beer and go outside. <laughs> Watch it. That's yeah. awesome. Holly, before we get out of here, is there anything coming up? Or uh... oh, yes, of course there is. Of course okay. there is. We have some cool new stories coming up, and Padre Jay's on the menu. He's going to be coming on soon, and we have more ghost stories coming. Very mm. cool ones. We have a demonologist coming later. Uh, a few more episodes down the road, and. There's just a lot of good stuff coming our way. We have a lot of people with a lot of stuff to share. And if people want to contact us, Jason, yes. let's, let's give them our contact information. Oh, you bet. You can always contact us on our Facebook page. We we, we are there 24-7. And uh, you can also email us at midnightalchemyshow at gmail.com. Midnightalchemyshow at gmail.com. But, hey, get on our Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, yeah. talk to us there. I mean, we're all, we're always there. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, please uh, come aboard with us. Uh, you know, we we do have an exciting uh, next month coming up, and I'm excited to get back to it. Uh, I'm especially excited when you mentioned Jay Backachin is coming yeah. uh, back on because uh, yes. I want to I want to sit down with him. Good. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm ready to go. So you know. Uh, did you say the tagline yet, Holly? Oh, hold on to your butts. We got good stuff coming. That's right. <laughs> and public service announcement. If you're going to hold on to your butt, please use both cheeks. <laughs> All right. Oh, this has been a fabulous joke. Uh, again, thank you so much. This has been one wild ride. Well, thank you. Uh, it was fun. It was a cool experience. One of many. Good, good. <laughs> I, I look forward to ha I look forward to having our Texas correspondent on again very very soon. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll do some research about my little ghost here. Okay. Cool. And see if I can find anything out. That would be, awesome. be fun, huh? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Holly, what do you say we wrap this up? All right. Thank oh. you, everyone. You got. Hey, uh, we'll be back again very very soon. And for all of us, Holly, me. And Joe, aka Madonna. We will talk to you all again very, very soon. Have a good one and are we a ver at their show? <laughs>